This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. And today, David, we want to continue a series that we're doing as part of the SOM International Global Ambassador Leadership Training. And today we want to go with this theme about how leaders use questions to make observations about people's character to help assess where they are spiritually. Tell us a little bit about how you do that with SOM International and your uh, training. Yeah, Mark, I thought I'd uh, be practical today with a, one of our major tools in our leadership training, sure. and uh, it's a tool we call the Palm Pilot. Oh, so as we know from past technology, I think you told me you had a Palm Pilot. I did. Actually. I had a huge yeah. one. I had this Kyocera Palm Pilot that it opened up like a clamshell. It was probably okay. a foot and a half on either side. <laughs> it took my entire face. It was incredible. But I love the idea as early as possible of being able to have my phone and my schedule all in one place. I thought that that would be great. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little flashback for yeah, some flashback. people today, but that's <laughs> technically what we're not talking about. Okay. Is we're just, we like it because we, the palm helps us pilot through God's word and in leadership. Um, so that's, you know, that one is, is not the tool we're going to talk about, uh, but we like the name. And uh, the idea is we use our palm to help us remember um, ultimately uh, for it with, well, actually with the thumb to anchor us in God's word. Okay. And then four questions uh, that can remind us, of uh, really how to interpret God's word and what God's doing, and then ultimately how to obey it. So okay. I, you know, I always like starting out with a story here, sure. Mark. So I, I wanted to demonstrate this. Um, so I remember uh, some time back when I was in Mexico, and just at the shop uh, we went to, I, I met this lady, and the, and the Lord had a divine appointment there. We started talking about spiritual things, and and she, when she heard we were in ministry, she shared her you know background of going to church at times and her spiritual wanderings, and I just sensed that she really didn't know the Lord, but was a seeker. So immediately the Holy Spirit led me to Genesis 3, and I just walked through that story uh, with her so that she could see God's design, because she knew lots of you know the words and read the bible and got different preaching but she was missing the heart of the gospel hmm. and um and really the foundations and so the lord led me to Genesis three and so um i didn't have to tell her you know again what god was calling her to as i asked the right question she discovered it so right there in just three i asked her the question about adam and eve we we saw that we saw adam and eve chose to disobey so I, I stated that, show, you know, that's there. She already knew that. But they asked her the question, what uh, sure. by, you know, God uh, or by Adam and Eve disobeying, um, what other choices could they have made? And uh, she thought about the other choices that they could have made to obey God or immediately go back to him. And then I then I follow up the next question is, uh, OK, so by them disobeying, um, what did you learn about Adam and Eve? And she saw that they had made themselves the judge, that they'd become selfish. They'd looked, they'd taken their focus off God, and they'd put it on themselves. And uh, I said, yeah, what were the consequences then? And she talked about they ultimately hid themselves. I said, yeah. And so here I am just engaging her with Scripture, right. just asking the right questions. And and that's our palm pilot right there. We The thumb recognizes the, the anchoring, okay. and then we pointer finger, we point out uh, the choice they made, the middle figure, we ask what other questions uh, they, they uh, or what, what the choices they could have made. And then the, uh, the little uh, pink uh, or the ring finger, 
we ask, okay, so what do we learn about people? That reminds us to ask, it's kind of like a, you know, we put our ring on there and what do we learn uh, about God or other people? And then the pinky is like, what's the, where's that, what does that teach us in results by the choice we made? So that's how the hand reminds us to go through that. And so I continue to do this little palm pie thing with her. So then we went to God. We just, fo- we focused on the character, you know, each character and focused on God. Then I said, Okay, so God then, you remember, you saw that God made the choice to seek out Adam and Eve, right? And um, so then she said that, she agreed because she knew the story. Okay. And uh, then I said, well, by uh, what other choice did God have uh, had? And she said, well, God could have killed them because he already warned the day they eat of that, yeah. disobeyed like that, eat of that tree, they could die. Uh, they would die, in fact. Um and so I said, well, yeah, that's right. But God didn't do that. He sought them out even while they were hiding. So what did he learn about God? And she and she said, wow, God really loves them. He he cared for them. And he engaged that conversation. So we talked about that. And so then I asked the question about, you know, and, and pointed out the statement that Adam and Eve then had disobeyed God one time and they're kicked out of the garden. Um, and before that, they tried to put on those fig leaves and, you know, ask her about other choices they could have made there. And she thought about that and asked, okay, what do you do to learn about Adam and Eve about putting on those fig leaves? And then, uh, and then ultimately getting kicked out. And she said, well, she realized that their actions um, didn't work, you know, and, and the result of that was them now no longer being in the presence of God. I mean, the Garden of Eden was represented by the garden uh, presence of God. So then finally, they went back to God and said, well, God clothed them with an innocent sacrifice. Uh, the, the, uh, they were clothed with a garment of skin. And so, you know, what other choice could God have made? Well, it could have killed them, you know, or it could have just said, oh, it's okay, go on. But then, you know, they, that relationship was broken and, par- and Eden would no longer be paradise. And, and, um, and so then what did we learn about God? I just asked the question again. She says, wow, that God provided hope for them. He provided something so that they uh, took another animal, a sacrifice so that they could live. Uh-huh. And what was the, and then in the results of that, I asked or this question, I said, can you think mm-hmm. of uh, through history, any time that God gave an innocent sacrifice for the disobedience, unfaithfulness of mankind? Mm. And, you know, and Mark, it was interesting because I actually expected her to get the answer right mm. away, and she didn't. <laughs> and I and I kept on asking, "What can you think of anybody who's worked, who's lived perfect life?" And she goes, "Oh, well, Jesus." I said, "Yeah." And did and was Jesus a sacrifice uh, for others? She goes, "Oh my gosh, yes." And I said, "Yes, that's exactly what God did for you." And you have you been clothed now with the clothing of a garment of skin of Christ for his righteousness? And no. But do you see that God wants that for you? Yes. And I get to pray with her right there uh, for salvation. And it, I didn't tell her any of that. I just asked the right questions, Mark. So that's the key while we think that's a, just a great leadership tool. So we're at the end of our segment right now, David. So when we get back, maybe I'll give this a try and see if I could figure out the thumb and the pointer finger. And we'll talk a little bit more about how we can use the old-fashioned Palm Pilot uh, to remember some questions about how we might lead somebody through a Bible story. We'll be right back after this break. At Risk Radio. 
Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, we were talking in the first part of our segment about the Palm Pilot. Now, it's not the kind that I used to have, my huge flip phone. It was uh, how you can use your fingers to remind you about certain questions and lead somebody through a passage. Now, let me see if I got this right. Let me see if I remember. So your thumb is the anchor. Is that what you said? Yep. The anchor of scripture. Okay. The anchor of scripture, your finger, your pointer finger is you're pointing them to a truth about scripture. There you go. You make a statement about choice that was made by the character in the scripture. Okay. So you point out uh, a statement that was made by a character, Mm -hmm. your your middle finger. See, a lot of people make a lot of bad choices with their middle finger, but that's the way way I remember that that's the choice that they made, their choice finger. All right. Exactly. So there's a choice on either side to do good or bad there. Yep. Right. Your your ring finger, sometimes you have a ring on there to um, remind yourself about something, like uh, maybe that you're married. But that's Mm -hmm. what you learned uh, from the choice that they made right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. And then your pinky finger are the results of those choices. So that yeah. kind of get that right. Yep. Just go through the hand there. And, you know, old tech sometimes is the best tech and your hand is, <laughs> is great tech in, in our mind. Uh, so okay. um, let's try this, Mark, going to Genesis okay. 4. We were just on three. Uh, I think most people know the story of Cain and Abel. If they don't, go to Genesis 4 and check that out right now and you'll be able to follow Mark, a nice conversation. But Mark, why don't you guide me through the major you know, choices there that uh, Cain made before God and uh, ask me those questions um, and then, you know, and, and I'll just reply back. OK, so you're, okay. you're leading me. You're, you're leading me into <laughs> interpreting and discovering uh, Genesis four and the message there. Okay, David, you're kind of putting me on the spot here with the Cain and Abel story, but let me see if I can use this Palm Pilot, the old school, the even older than old school. It's my high confidence I have in you, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so Cain and Abel, the anchor of this story, the thumb, is that God did not accept Cain's sacrifice, but Cain got angry with God, right? So the -hmm. first question is this. So, David, what other choices could... Cain have made in that situation? Yeah, and Cain, instead of getting angry and went it his way, he could have sought out the Lord and, and asked the Lord, how can I have an acceptable sacrifice? Yet he didn't do that. Yeah, he didn't do that. So what do we learn about Cain uh, as uh, from the choice that he decided to make in that situation? Yeah, so we see that Cain ultimately, you know, he's kind of entitled young man here. He expects God to accept what he decided um, as the acceptable offering, which was the fruit of the the farm. You know, as um, because he was a farmer, and um, and and he and he felt um, offended that, that God wouldn't accept what he thought was was great and glorious. 
Um, and, you know, so we learn that he's selfish and, he, and he's doing the same mistake as uh, it's the same pattern as Genesis 3 there, uh, his parents, uh, Adam and Eve. All right. And then the, the pinky statement, what are the result of Cain's anger? Yeah, no, that's in the result. Ultimately, then you know, he takes it out on the object of righteousness, which is really Abel. Abel is a typology of Christ there, who is acceptable for God, who's ultimately is become sacrificed, murdered, and his blood cries out from the ground. Uh, so we have the, the the Cain becomes the Antichrist in a sense that he's against God's design, righteousness. And Abel is the Christ uh, there, you know, I mean, Abel is the Antichrist. And, and so we see the pattern of the rebellion of man and, and the uh, consequences of it uh, through the story of Cain and Abel. Okay, so the consequence of Cain's anger is that, you know, he killed Abel, he took it out on uh, Abel, he took it out on his brother, uh, he's now a wanderer. And he's concerned. He's concerned that other people might try to come and kill him. And so we see from the story that God, um, it says that he marks Cain so that others will be fearful to kill him. So with that being said, God could have made a lot of other choices there. What other choices could God have made in that situation? Well, certainly by God and his word, we see that uh, Cain deserves the consequences. He deserves to die. Um, and so, you know, certainly God could have said, you know, that's your problem. You already chose to kill your brother. Obviously, others are going to want to kill you now. So since God chose to do something different, what do we learn about the character of God? That he marked Cain instead of giving him what he probably rightfully deserved. Yeah, it's amazing grace, <laughs> God's compassion and mercy. That is shown even on what we, you know, we talked about the Cain exemplifies the rebellion of man, the fleshy man, the Antichrist. You know, he he wants to be the judge and take God's place. And yet God still has mercy on those in rebellion. Hmm. So what was the result of all that? The pinky question, the result of God protecting Cain? Yeah, ultimately, the result is that, um, Interesting enough, if people don't know this, it's a, it's a, uh, this is trivia, Mark. Um, Cain is recorded to start the first city. So now Cain creates a city for independence and self preservation and protection. Um, and so cities, that's the foundations of Babylon, which represents man's kingdom, man's order. Uh, and we see that started by Cain. Well, tell us now, as we're wrapping up here, how can a leader use these Palm Pilot questions to uh, make these spiritual observations and help people to connect uh, what God did in maybe a familiar Old Testament story to what He ultimately did in redemption in the story of Christ? I mean, what we know is that everything, I mean, even here, Cain and Abel points to Christ, Adam and Eve point to Christ, the whole Old Testament points to Christ. How can a leader effectively use this method? to help connect people with the person of Jesus Christ. Well, that's why we teach the Palm Pilot, because that's a way to help others, again, discover the spiritual observations in Scripture. Uh, just like that, uh, the lady in Mexico, when she discovered the, God's pattern in Scripture and his, uh, the gospel laid out there right from the beginning, she realized what she was lacking that she had not been been hidden in Christ. Um, and there in Cain is there the that God still is merciful to the you know the the sinner, the wicked, 
uh, that there's still mercy at the seat of, of Jesus. So hopefully as people use the Palm Pilot and we communicate that as leaders, we can help people really understand God's word and then hopefully respond to God's word in what the Holy Spirit's convicting them to do. As we're talking about this, this is my first time through this. And so hopefully our listeners will catch on to it a little faster. If you want to have more training in how you can be a effective leader, then we would really encourage you to be part of our Global Ambassador Program. Our Global Ambassador Program helps to give you tools to support and pray for and even lead inside the church at risk. And so that's a great resource through SOM International. And you can find out more about the Global Ambassador Program, spiritofmartyrdom.com. So hey, this has been At Risk Radio. My name is Mark Stafford, and we will talk to you next time. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.